This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue the theme that we started Monday, and that is the word understanding. I'd like to review what we spoke yesterday because I really feel it's critical that we can understand that the Word of God can affect our life and enable us to understand the Lord. For example, we spoke yesterday from Job 28.28 that, Behold, the fear of the Lord is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. So if we depart from evil, we will have understanding. Proverbs 14.29 showed us that he who is slow to anger has great understanding. Are you slow to anger, or do you allow anger to fester in your soul? Proverbs 16.32, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules the spirit than he who captures a city. Proverbs 15.32, he who listens to reproof acquires understanding. Again, these are things in life on an everyday basis that will enable us to have understanding. Proverbs 28.5 says, Those who seek the Lord understand all things. A very simple thing. Seek the Lord and we will have understanding. And finally, Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. So they're critical in how we live our lives. And God is telling us, if we do these things, we will have understanding. And keeping God's commandments is not going back to the law for the Gentiles to be under. Yes, Lord. But it's the new covenant out of Jeremiah 33, 33. Oh, 31, 31. 31, right. And uh, it tells us that God gives us a new heart and he writes his commandments on our heart that we might not sin against him. And why that's so important is the exhortation that the writer of Hebrews said not to be like the Israelites going through the desert. Their hearts were hard. But if we live out of our new life, which 
is a law not written on stone, but written on our hearts that's pliable. The Lord can teach us his way that we might not sin against him. So it's really for us. It's not legalism. It's for his life to come alive and transform us into his image and his likeness. Thank you, Lord. There's a very powerful two, two verses in Jeremiah 9 that are very encouraging. The word says, Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness on earth, for I delight in these things, declares the Lord. Junie, that's a great scripture to remember. I'd like to turn to uh, a proverb that we probably all know. That's Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Verse 7, following verse 6, says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. And there's a verse in Romans thirteen sixteen that goes along with this. Do not be wise in your own estimation. So the real question we're faced with is this. Why should we not lean on our own understanding? Remember, we've been talking about understanding that comes from the Lord. Our own understanding does not come from the Lord until we get saved and allow God to rule and reign in our life. So there's two kinds of understanding, our own and that of the Lord. And sometimes we think we have all the answers and we can get without we can get along without God and become prideful. Well, I think we know what the word says about pride. For example, in Proverbs 16:18, the word says, "Pride goes before destruction." and a haughty spirit before stumbling block. Proverbs twenty six twenty two says this, Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool. Very, very powerful verses, Junie. Would you agree? Yes, I would. And since we're fallen beings, and the risen Lord lives in our hearts, if we're born again, we have three battles of our faith, the battle of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And that's what you were speaking about, Shelley. And sometimes we don't even realize the pride that comes from us by the way we speak to one another. And the Lord wants us to lean not on our own understanding, But if we lean on the Lord and ask him to open up our hearts, open up our minds, give us his understanding, we would live very differently. Amen. Amen. Why would you go with what you think or what you feel rather than putting your trust in God? Proverbs 19, 21 says this, Many are the plans in a man's heart. But the counsel of the Lord, it will stand. Proverbs sixteen nineteen, The mind of man plans his way, 
but the Lord directs his steps. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a man are established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. So why would we lean on our own understanding when we read when we read Psalm 1820? It says, As for God, his way is perfect. I hope we understand everything about God is perfect, including his way. That's why we should not lean on our own understanding. And there is a commandment that God gives Which that's impossible if we lean on our own understanding, Shelley. And that is, be ye perfect as I am perfect. It tells us also to be holy. The Lord says, as I am holy. And the only possible way we can be perfect or holy is not ourself, then it becomes the pride of life. But it humbles us. And many times when God enlightens our soul and we learn something spiritual, we get trouble after that. Really? And if we're prideful, we'll get upset with God and we'll get upset with the people or the circumstance or situation. But if we're not leaning on our own understanding and we're coming to see and understand God's ways, everything will change if nothing changes because we'll see our own sin and we'll see the goodness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. Really, that's really true, Lord. So we need to ask ourselves, why would we rather lean on our own understanding when we could put our entire trust in him who is perfect? It doesn't make sense. So I pray that that this scripture becomes more alive to you than ever before. So we we have to trust in the Lord for all things. Uh, Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Why would we do that? God's understanding is available to all. Proverbs 2 2 says, Incline your heart to understanding. And understanding is, is an issue that must be received in the heart. Proverbs 16 22. This is, Junie, I never remember reading this before. Proverbs 16 22. Understanding is a fountain of life. To him who has it. So get this, understanding embraces more than a specific understanding for a subject or one item. But understanding is a fountain of life to him who has it. We can go to that fountain every time we need uh, the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding of God. Because uh, I want to read it again. Understanding is a fountain of life to him who has it. Wow, so powerful, Junie. And Michael Brown tells of a true story in uh, Go and Sin No More of a man who was on a business trip and took a night for um, himself thinking, what can it mean if I 
uh, have a good night and fix my body with sex with a woman. And the end of that matter was the woman stole his wallet and killed him. So there's a fountain of life when we don't lean on our own understanding. Yes, Lord. And when we do, it can actually bring death. We don't realize, really, how serious it is to lean on our own understanding and justify it rather than putting our trust in the Lord. So Psalm uh, 3, 5, and 6 is so powerful. I want to close with Ephesians um, chapter 1, verse 5. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And the point is, when we live in the Lord, he covers us in all situations, especially in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Lord, I thank you. We thank you for being such a God who's who wants to rule in our lives because you love us so much. May we take these words seriously regarding understanding and choose to live through your understanding and not lean on our own. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.